You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 4.34 on a Monday afternoon, we're live from Studio Lumo USA. Hey, don't forget the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It is in stock now. It's an absolute ripper. We're live and interactive, 0427-154-166 if you want to send a text. And there's been some weird and wacky ones today. Someone that's not weird and wacky, but we will be covering all the SEN World Cup is commentator Jordan Canellis. And Jordan joins us now. Jordan, appreciate your time. Hello, Kimbo. Hello, Roosh. How are we? Yeah, probably not as excited as you. You are living the dream. Uh, did it come up to expectations, the opening match and all the celebrations and activities? Um, yeah, look, I was, I was pretty happy with that. As an opening game of the, uh, of the tournament, I was content. I think it was, it was decent. Look, Qatar, the host nation, didn't play uh, the best football. It wasn't the most, uh, the most exciting football that they put on, but Ecuador provided the show. Um, two great goals from their captain and a Valencia to get the tournament underway. The opening ceremony beforehand in, in the hour leading up, opening ceremonies are, are much of a muchness. I think the, only yeah. the, uh, the Olympics really do opening ceremonies well. Um, so it's just kind of there as a, as a bit of for, uh, formality and just a you know, nice little light lead-in. So, um, but as far as the game went, yeah, it's okay. The, the, game was, the game was pretty good. We'll get more exciting games for the tournament, but... But I was, oh, as an opening game, yeah, I thought it was, it was decent. Well, I'll tell you who's been marked very harshly with all the texts that have been coming through has been Morgan Freeman's performance. What did you think of that? I only saw little bits and pieces of it. Um, we, were, we were sort of doing our prep before the game, but I did see it. It was didn't look, I don't know, it didn't look uh, too sort of flash. And I heard, I read some of the his, his lines from the, from his script and it was a bit, I don't know, it felt a bit odd. But mm. yeah, uh, I, yeah, I think... Uh, I think the critics maybe uh, on the money. Nervous. I don't know. So yeah, Jordan, I think so. So Jordan, are we at a World Cup that is about to have the agenda set by the footballers, or are we still going to have all the external noise, the human right issues? How how much does the football make itself become part of the show rather than be derailed by the other debates, which are all very valid? I'm not dismissing them, but when does the World Cup become the World Cup? For sure, yeah. I think, I think mostly around uh, around most of the world, I think people will just focus on the football. From what I was from what I was sort of hearing from um, experts in on different continents, most of the um, most of the, um, the the criticism around Qatar and, and the lead up and how they mm. got this World Cup, which, as you said, is is you know all fair and reasonable, but a lot of it's come from mainly Europe. And also Australia as well. The yeah. other continents like like Africa and South America, they don't really they acknowledge it, but they don't really not focusing on it too much. And and I think they're really just I mean particularly South America, they're all very just focused on the football. Once the football starts, and we're getting four games a day, so it's it's quite a 
um, it's quite a, a heavy load through the uh, through the group stages. It's going to be very much on the football. So it, it, all those issues will still be there. Mm. Um, but when the football starts and there's going to be that much to talk about, I, I think I think it's going to be football that will be the focus. Yeah, I think our patriotism and national pride will kick in all around the world, Rich. So game two has England against Iran mm. in a dry environment. What does that mean yeah. in the sense of whenever we've had England play, we also get the England fans as being part of the whole package. What's going to happen in yep. this game? That's a good question. I don't, I don't know. I've sort of teetered on England. So a few weeks ago, um, I had them making the final. I thought that was going to be uh, a really good contender this year just because their, 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 uh, their path over the last four years has, has trended upwards. Um, but of late, and their, their most recent leading games, they've looked a little bit almost uncertain of themselves. Um, Gareth Southgate, the manager, looks a little uncertain of what his team will yeah, be because yeah. all of his players are in form. So there's, there's questions over who's going to start, what the formation's going to be, the injuries have hurt them as well. And, and, yeah, and then playing in these conditions, so the footage from the training session a couple of days ago was they were training during the day in, in, uh, in you know, near 30-degree heat. Um, their kickoff time tonight will be sort of mid afternoon, mid to late afternoon in Qatar. So it's going to be the last couple of hours of, of the afternoon heat. Hey, Jordan, um, and we, they didn't, really, they didn't handle the heat. We, we, we might get you to move around a bit if you can. Up. We'll just jump on one leg because, uh, yeah, you're just breaking out up a little bit. And have, Rich, they, have, Rich, the English, have the English sorted out the camels who are keeping them awake? <laughs> Repeat that, sorry. Have the English sorted out the camels who are outside their hotel keeping them awake? <laughs> yeah, maybe that's uh, maybe that's sabotage from Iran. Maybe they're the ones who have uh, put the camels Parked out the camels the there. Right, okay. Yeah. And shame on you, Roach, for implying that the England team needs their supporter base to be fueled up to the eyeballs. <laughs> I've just lived to it, perform. Kim. I have lived it. They don't need grog there. <laughs> oh, they won't get Gosh. it. They won't get it <laughs> unless they're prepared yeah. to pay big time. Hey, we. Jordan, we heard about the big story. I've just got the paper in my hands here. Crushing blow for the Socceroos with Martin Boyle not mm. playing, but he was only a 20% chance to play anyway, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He'd been battling that knee injury all week. Um, and so there was, I mean, the, the outlook from, you know, a few days prior was that he wasn't going to pull up. It was looking unlikely. But his his absence is going to be huge because I think, I think he's, probably the best uh, weapon that the Socceroos have in the final third. Mm. Um, his, his sharpness and his, his ability, his drive from the wing is um, he's one of the most sort of uh, positively aggressive players in that Socceroos team. So to lose him is, is going to be a huge blow to the Socceroos. We've still got wingers who can come in, so it probably guarantees a start now for Matthew Leckie um, and Awa Mabil will be on the other flank. But yeah, to lose him, it does hurt. Um, the strength of our starting 11 and then also affects the depth too. Marco Tilio comes in. He's a good young player, an exciting prospect for the future. But, yeah, it definitely damages our, uh, our, our, um, our starting 11 and, and how, how, um, how much chaos we can cause in the final third. Jordan, you're one of our SEN experts. We're looking forward to your coverage. Can anyone win it outside of the top 10? For those that don't know the top 10, we've got Brazil, Argentina, France, Spain, Germany, Belgium, England, Netherlands, Denmark, Uruguay. Can anyone win it outside the top 10 realistically? Um, realistically, probably not. The, the World Cup isn't really, as, as much as we love an underdog and an underdog story and we want to see the, uh, you know, the, the, the middle tier teams rise up, um, the World Cup traditionally hasn't really been won by 
an underdog team. Like, you look at all the past World Cup winners, it's always been the giant teams. Sometimes you get, you know, a, an underdog making the final, like mm. Croatia might have been classed as that last time. Yep. And they might be they might be the one again this year that can that can have a deep run because they've still got a, a really good team that are at peak form. So if you want to pick someone, it might be them. Um, but, um, but, yeah, or maybe Denmark. I know Denmark's in the top 10, but they're mm. sort of on that fringe. Um, they could be a, a, a smoky, but... So which is the team the that's nation... most likely to relive the miracle of Cameroon and give us a new star like they did in 1990? Senegal. Senegal. Mm. Yeah, actually, that's, that's, that's a pretty decent shout. I was thinking Senegal as well. Um, they haven't got Sadio Mane now, their star player, but the rest of their team is still pretty good. They're all playing for elite clubs. They're all elite talent, yeah. um, the rest of that Senegal team without Sadio Mane. So I think them. And the other one I, I like is Serbia. I think Serbia mm. are really underrated. I think they've got a good team. Um, uh, they've got two fantastic strikers, Mitrovic and Vlahovic, who both play um, around the top five leagues in Europe. So I think Serbia, is far, I know they're European, so it's not as obscure, but but they are one of the lower-ranked European teams. So I think they'll be good. So Serbia ranked 13 in the world route and Senegal 15. So if you've dismissed England on rethinking all this, Jordan, who have you got for the final if you had to put your line on two teams right now? Well, I think I think the winner will come from the I'm anticipating the semi-final between Brazil and Argentina. Yep. They both top their group. Um, then they'll, they'll be on track to meet in the semi-finals. And I think the winner of the World Cup will be from that, from that semi-final. Yep. I've got Brazil as the overall winner, beating Portugal okay. in the final. Ooh. Jordan, Not France, yeah. Argentina, as everyone else seems to be putting. Well, he, would have, he would have said that, Rich. I'm just asking, why not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Argentina, I think Argentina is the team I want to win. Yep. If I'm backing for the story, um, I want them to win. And they, they are a genuine contender as well. Uh, but I don't know, I just feel like my head says Brazil. I think they've had a really good um, run in with form and, and their depth is really, really class. Okay. Well, you are living the dream. We look forward to your coverage. Uh, SEN World Cup commentator, Jordan Canellas. Jordan, thank you for your time today. Thank you, Kimbo. Thank you, Rooch. Appreciate it. Good luck. We'll be listening. Hey, Rooch, I just want to do this really yep. quickly because yep. we're talking about the World Cup. Well, another World Cup's been won, and it's been won by Australia. That was the Rugby League Men's World Cup. The women did it as well. Yes. Let's have a listen to this. This is Australia winning the Rugby League Men's World Cup. Go, 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 go! Here it is. Mitchell with it. It started with a Mitchell try. It'll finish with a Mitchell try. What a moment for the Kangaroos. What a way to top off the tournament. Kangaroos. Now Meninga again. Didn't know what I was going to get there, Roach. But uh, anyway, it captured the, uh, delivered. The, uh, the moment. Who are you tipping? I'm going to go with Argentina to win the whole show. Uh, now, who was on the other day? Last week, someone tipped Argentina. Mm, I just hope Lionel Messi gets the dream ending. Why, he's had a good life. Give it to someone else, Roach. Well, he hasn't won a World Cup. So no England? No. What about the drama? Was it 98 with David Beckham? Red card against Argentina. And I was yeah. having a look during the break that Michael Owen, who was one of his teammates in the England side, still hasn't forgiven him for what happened when he had that moment with Diego Simone. I, I may have this wrong, Roach, but I just that sticks in my mind for some reason. Well, he's like the whole, off. He's the whole nation turned on him, though. Yes, they made him public enemy number one, yeah, they did at the time. Went from yeah. being the most popular man in England. Correct. And a man who was still humble enough to avoid getting a free pass to go to Queen Elizabeth's 
uh, lying in state to actually yep. line up with everyone else. That, that says something about him. He's a man of the people. Good on him. And he may have won them all back by doing that, Roach. Hey, there was a time I threw out there, Senegal, I've just been reading a little bit of no, the no. form, and uh, and there was a time where Mexico could cause a lot of upsets yes. as well. So we'll watch with great and interest. Portugal. We've got a couple of good weeks of uh, TV coming up. Now, Serbia's an interesting one to watch. I'm glad Jordan pointed that one out. They had a great qualifying series. Hey, just a reminder, Roach, following us for the first time today. Oh, yes. Yes, he'll be in the studio very yes. shortly. Uh, Red Kane, carpet. Yeah, Kane Corns, uh, Sports Day. It will be Jared Healy and Kane Corns from five to six. That's the way it'll be all next year as well. Kano's yes. back from America. Then from six to seven tonight, it'll be Paul Bonza and Jade Rawlings with Sports Day SA. All righty. We've got to go to a break. Uh, we're going to have a chat with Nat Hurst next. This is Kimba on the Rooch. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.